on. The weekend's almost here, kids. How does Boomer Esiason think the deals before the trade deadline will affect the Week 9 games? And what are the other trends to watch? I ask you this. Check out Kickoff with Boomer and Valenti on the free Odyssey app. Or listen from 7-8 before Spencer German. Friday night, that's tonight on 92.3 The Fan. All right, I'm going to give you a second to think about this, and I'm going to give you a second to call in. 216-578-0092. 216-578-0092. Say something nice about the Browns. Can you do it? We Nick have all, in the last, what, eight weeks, said a lot of nasty and negative things about this football team. Yes, we have. We 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 all done. We're all guilty. I think it's one of those things, and this this hit me this morning when I saw Ken Carmen retweet something about Ethan Posick. Oh. And I went, are we you giving know what? him he credit? He has been really good this season. Are we giving him credit? Oh yeah, I'll give Ken Carmen credit. I right, give him credit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I went, he has been good this season. And it hit me where it's like there have been good things that have taken place with this team. We have slammed a lot of negative things that have gone down with this team. Even during wins, we have slammed. Things that have gone negative, including your favorite caller, the guy who said Nick Chubb ran through the wrong hole on the direct snap. There you go. We have all said a lot of grumpy things. Which he may have, but we still scored. Right. And isn't that the end result? Yes. No one said to you when you got your driver's license and only passed by one point, they're like, don't know if this person should be driving. They only passed by one point. You could say the same thing about doctors. Someone had to... Someone had to graduate at the bottom of those classes. Absolutely. C's get degrees, my friend. That's right. C's get degrees. So that's how this all started for me. Let's say something nice. So I'll start with Ethan Posick. And the Browns have found the center of the future to replace J.C. Trotter. This is your number one go-to is Ethan Posick? Well, it's the one that spurred this whole thing. So I feel like He he was the inspiration of He was the inspiration. So he gets bumped up a little bit. The Browns have found their center of the future. According to PFF, he's been the second best center in all football behind Crean Humphrey of Kansas City. And... Nick Harris was supposed to be the starter of this whole thing. He went down in the preseason. Everybody was really bummed. Posick has stepped in, and he's been phenomenal. He's been everything that the Browns have wanted him to be. He has been one of the spurs of the run game and has fit right in there with Joel Batonio and with Wyatt Teller to shore up the middle of that offensive line so that Jacoby Brissett has as much time as he needs to get rid of the ball, and Nick Chubb has giant holes to run through. I mean, it it starts with the offensive line with this team, and the offensive line has been unbelievable and the center that everybody had a question mark about is the catalyst of it. It's a good point. I'll give you that. I didn't have that written down, but I will give you all of that. So that's your first good thing? That's my first say something nice. Oh, well, I'll, can I be Captain Obvious on this? Go. All right. Nick Chubb, yes. without a doubt, is a reason to watch this team. He's a reason to root for this team. He's a reason to forget about what the standings say. He's a reason to forget about what the record is. He is 100%. All pro, best in the league, league leader in so many categories, so much fun to watch, and makes games unbelievably pleasurable. He does. He's the jersey you want to buy for your kids because he hands the ball back, to, at least in my world. you don't, If you want someone to do a dance and you feel good about that, that's fine. But Nick Chubb plays the game, plays the game right. You never hear him complain. All he is is a workhorse for this team, and he represents our city like nobody else right now. I am 1,000% saying all kinds of nice things about Nick Chubb 24-7, not locally, but nationally too. Nick Chubb is our superstar. 149 attempts for 841 yards and 10 touchdowns on the season thus far. Uh, 5.6 yards per carry for Nick Chubb as well. Probably the most impressive 564 of those yards in Mm -hmm. the beginning have come after contact. 
it is so hard to bring Nick Chubb down. Number one in rushing touchdowns with 10, 9, 20-plus yard rushes, leads the league. Um, he's second in rushing touchdowns, I should say. Uh, he's, he's at 10 there, 841 yards. I mean, it's just it, – it, to me, Nick Chubb is everything I want a Cleveland Brown to be, and he is I, – I say with great pride that my kids have jerseys with Nick Chubb. He is awesome. He is – He's unbelievable. He looks so much like that car that has one more gear than everybody else that's around him. I mean, he gets through the hall, and all of a sudden, nobody can catch him, and he's gone for 20. Hmm. He's just spectacular. 100% with you. If you're going to say something nice, I think it it's with Nick Chubb. All right, you said one, I said one. I've got, we've got, I have tons of them right now. Yeah, we got I, a bunch I, of them. I wrote down. Let's see. Uh, maybe let's, things aren't as bad. Two one six five seven eight double zero nine two. I can't. The look at the lines, man. This is crazy. All these people want to. They actually want to say something nice. Brian is in Euclid. Hey, Brian, how up, are Brian? you? Good morning, gentlemen. What's going on? You are. You're what's going on. Um, here's my something nice about the Browns. I, I call in every week. That's I've never had anything bad to say about them, even in bad games. Look at you. Nice. I First and foremost, like I called you guys at the beginning of the this, of this season and said the Browns are going to the playoffs. They're still going. They're going to go 3-0 and in the month of, in the month of I mean, November. They're about to beat the Dolphins. They're going to turn around and beat um, who's after the Dolphins? Isn't it? It's the Bills, right? And then they play Tampa Bay. That's correct. That is correct. Okay, they're going to beat the Bills, and they're going to beat Tampa Bay. The defense has finally figured it out. At every facet of our defense, our defensive line finally figured out. They got pressure. Our linebackers played lights out. Our secondary did what they've been doing all year, they, except for the mental lapses. The mental lapses are over with. They might have them early in the game here and there, but it won't be a game-changing decision. Mark mark my word, put it on the board. The defense is for real. They'll end up a top-five defense in the NFL. I said that back in when they, when they lost to the Jets. I called in and told y'all. And I'm telling you again, they'll end up a top-five defense and, oh, our quarterback that everybody talks bad about, he's outdueled everybody except for the game they got blown out with quarterback for quarterback. So we're all right there. Uh, all this, right. Is, this, this is about to be – you guys are going to start talking like you're amazed and shocked, and I'm going to call back and all I'm going to say is I told you so. I'm good with it, Brian. I'm here for a victory lap Monday. That's That sounds great. Thank you, Brian. We appreciate it. Uh, let me let me go with my next one then because Jacoby Brissett was my next one. Say something nice. Say something nice about Jacoby Brissett. I will. For as much as people want to sit here and say he's a backup quarterback, he's a backup quarterback, he's a backup quarterback, look at where he is in the in the stats. Look where he is in the ring. He's like just outside of the, of the guys that we call superstars because he's been efficient. He's done everything they've asked him to do. I was super happy for him after the game against Cincinnati. And I do have good things to say about Jacoby Brissett. And I hope he's with this franchise for a long time. I like the way he approaches the game. I like the way he talks about the game after the game where he, you know, has he's realistic. Like, when he makes a mistake, he's not scared to talk about it. He'll tell you about it. I mean, will he get frustrated? Yeah, I should. I'm sure he's frustrated with himself more than any question anybody could ever ask him. But I, I genuinely felt good for him after the Cincinnati game, and we'll see what he does in the next three games. Again, his goal, out of my mind, in the beginning of the season – was to make us go, huh, is this the right thing to do when Deshaun Watson comes back against the Texans? Now, knowing full well that we all know that the switch is coming. It is coming. But if he can make you question that, 
man, he's done his job. Is he on your list? Oh, yeah. Okay. The question I was mentally having was, do I want to save it for my later say something nice? Is Jacoby Brissett. But we can do it right now. Do it now. 63.9% completion percentage. Okay? Everything that you can ask for and more. Yes, he is a backup quarterback, folks. He he is. That's the truth. He's bounced around the league for that, that reason and will have a 15-year career for that reason. And every week when he opens his mouth at a press conference, you understand why. The guy is as calm as he can get. He understands his role. He understands what he has to do. And everybody in that locker room loves that guy. And that's to be said about a backup quarterback. There are a couple other guys who won't be career backup quarterbacks because they don't understand that role. Jacoby Brissett does. And seven touchdowns, five interceptions. Look, Sean Watts is going to come back, and it's not a question. Sean Watts is going to have the ball, and he's going to start. That's the reason you gave him all of the money you gave him. And on top of that, when you watch Deshaun Watson play, you're going to go, oh, yeah, that's why. <laughs> because he's just better at football. It happens. But Jacoby Brissett knows exactly who he is and how to play his game. The five interceptions are a little bit, a little much, the seven touchdowns. It's part of the reason why you could also use him, Jacoby Brissett, and the numbers Jacoby Brissett has had to say something nice about Kevin Stefanski, which is something that is impossible for a lot of people around here to do. But Jacoby Brissett is the proof of it. This offense is good. This is a top-tier offense, no matter what metric you want to look at. It is one of the top offenses in all of football. Who's in charge of that offense? The head coach that everybody can't, yells about and can't stand because he doesn't get fired up in press conferences. And because he'll call a wrong play every so often and occasionally get cute. Oh, by the way, your offense is awesome. In a league where offense is like a mess right now and nobody's scoring points. Your offense is. All right, let's take another phone call. I want to do this. Let's go to Nate and ask you, but again, phone lines are packed on this thing. Nate, what do you got? What's up, Nate? Oh, well, how you doing? <clears throat> I you would like to say something nice about Cade York. There you go. Cade York is, I think... He can easily be our franchise kicker. He's made very good field goals. Sure, he's missed a few, but you could just say, well, they are either uh, blocked, tipped, or it could just be his first year, the rust coming, or the adjustments of the big league. I fully believe in Cade York, and I think he could easily be our franchise uh, field goal kicker. Okay, I think that's why they drafted him. I appreciate it, Nate. I hope you're right with your positivity on that one. Thanks, Nate. Right. And you know what? It's it, that stadium is tough to kick in when you are a a younger kicker. And on top of that, this isn't exactly nice, but they haven't exactly given him chip shot field goals to win games. Like there haven't been a whole lot of okay, Cade. Here's your thirty five yarder to bring us home. Like all of the ones have been like okay, Cade. Here's your fifty five yarder to bring us home. Okay, here's your fifty seven yarder. Like, there haven't been these layup kicks that we were hoping that Cade York would have to do. The offense has gotten them, like, past the 50 and have kind of sputtered out. It's like, all right, beat the snot out of this, and let's hope for the best. All right, I know I've got a bunch of you on hold right now, so hang tight. We'll get to you here in just a moment. Say something nice about the Browns. I can't believe the generosity of Northeast Ohio. Like, as I look at this and I see the feedback we're getting on this, say something nice about your football team. 216-578-0092, 216-578-0092, or on Twitter at CLE Talking Heads. Basket of Phelps. No Phelps today. Menegans in. 216-578-0092, 216-578-0092. I challenged you, Northeast Ohio. I challenged you. And I know there's still some people that want to talk about this, but I'm going to make the challenge a little bit bigger. What do you think? You good for this, Menegans? Make it big. Do you think it's going to get bigger or smaller? 
oh, I think you're just going to end up with more sarcasm. Yeah, I don't. I. You think we'll get sarcasm? <laughs> oh, on this? yeah. Oh, uh, I challenge the sarcasm. I don't know, man. I think if you're sarcastic, you're not picking up the phone. I'll be honest with you. Eh, it's never stopped our callers before. Uh, you hear quick predicts every week. Oh, that's true. All right, all right. So we challenge you with this. By the way, Al Bubba Baker coming up at 11. We challenged you. By the way, that was my Stefanski, wasn't it? Yeah, you did. That was a good Stefanski side. Thank you. Say something nice about the Browns. Some good callers that first segment. They had some nice things to say. We had some nice things to say. I mean, it's hard not to find something nice to say about Nick Chubb. Now I really challenge you. This is a super challenge. Say something nice about Kevin Stefanski. Say something nice about Kevin Stefanski. I don't think you can do it. I don't. I've been listening to you for like a month, month and a half now. And all I hear is he does this wrong. Why is he doing this? This doesn't make sense. Do this more. Do this more. And I don't really think you can say anything nice about Kevin Stefanski. Do you really think people can say something nice about Kevin? I think if they wanted to, they could. The problem is, is there's a narrative that, you know, the head coach is what's holding this team back. There's always a but with it. And I think that narrative is absolute and total hogwash. And I would love to have someone try to convince me otherwise because I don't think the solution to your problems is firing the head coach and then hiring somebody okay, else. Okay, then say it. something nice about him. Say something nice about him. I mean, 216-578-0092. Accept my challenge. 216-578-0092. Say something nice about the Browns or say something nice about Kevin Stefanski. I want to hear it. Top 10 offensive football with a backup center and a backup quarterback. He's not playing. Tell me. I want you to say something specifically nice about Kevin Stefanski and why you appreciate him. I mean, as I said, top 10 offense with a backup quarterback, backup center. David Njoku's taken a leap this season, a guy that everybody thought had stone hands Mm -hmm. and was a athletic, you know, marvel that couldn't catch to save his life. He's dropped one pass all season. 31 catches, 418 yards, and a touchdown for Njoku. Kevin Stefanski's completely evolved this offense away from being this tight end heavy monster that everybody thought we were going to get this season has turned it into a 11 personnel, three wide receiver and a tight end with David and Joku offense run a little bit more of the spread side of it. He's evolved. The offense has evolved, which everybody screamed. This offense won't evolve. Oh, it's just going to be more tight ends. Oh, it's just going to more tight ends. Cause I could throw them anyway. Well, you don't need wide receivers. Well, you do want to know why? Cause your quarterback throws to the wide receivers now. Like the guy evolved. He did everything that you wanted him to. I'm sorry. I, I can't say bad. I, I would love to sit here and trash it. I feel like the easy way out is to trash the coach. It's not him. <laughs> it's not. It's just not. The defensive side of the ball is a train wreck. Yes, but it got better in Cincinnati, which is what you want it to do. You want this defense to improve. It's doing that. Now you have the bye week. Let's hope that this is improved. You've had Joe Burrow's number your entire life. I mean, that's maybe that played into it too. Mike Prefer's been a mess. I'm not backing up the special teams. They've been a train wreck. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, that's just common sense. Get off the negative rails right now. That's not what we're doing. I mean, I'm going all three Play by the rules. Play by the rules. You know, Andy, it's all three phases of the football. I would have to play you off the air if I had the the controls over there. Here's what I'll say about Kevin Stefanski. And this is my nice thing about him. I do think he is – I think he's a solid coach – who is taking the team in the right direction. I think the issues that he's having are, I mean, Kevin doesn't catch the ball. Kevin yeah. doesn't run the ball. Yeah. Kevin needs players to execute the plays that he's put out there. And I, I think sometimes we forget about that. 
again, every time you make a play that isn't a handoff and that you got, look, even on a handoff, you could have a problem with the snap. You could have a problem with the handoff. You could have a problem, I, I don't know, with the turf, right? There are all kinds of issues that can happen. I can always tell you 10 negative things that can happen on a play. And there's really only one that's going to make you happy, and that's a positive outcome, especially with passing the ball, too. It's all the same. I mean, this is all basic, you know, Woody Hayes stuff. If you really want to go old school on it, you know, good things don't happen. You know, what good things happen when you throw the ball? That's not true anymore, and the league isn't set up that way. I mean, folks, convince me I'm wrong. Like, I know they're 3-5. and five. I get that their record is ugly. They have had bad luck along the way. They have had an unbelievable collapse against the Jets that, like, I'm not going to lie to you, you will probably – people around this country will be bouncing their grandkids on their knees and going, you're not going to believe this one. Like, <laughs> that, was, that was unbelievable. Outside of some bad fortune, your offense has done everything you want it to, and that's the job of your head coach. All right, let's go to Nate, who's riding in the truck. Hi, Nate. Can you say something nice about the Browns or about Kevin Stefanski? What's up, Jeff? I want to say that Kevin Stefanski is a heck of a play designer. That's your good? That's my good. Fair enough. That's my good. Talk to you guys later. All right, Bill. We'll Appreciate see you that. later. Thanks, Bill. And he is. He's done a great job. He's done a great job getting guys open. And he's done a great job getting the ball moving. Oh, by the way, with a backup quarterback who, yes, is a top-tier backup in the league, but he is a backup quarterback for a reason. Say something nice about the Browns. Say something nice about Kevin Stefanski, RW. Kevin has great hair, and he's very handsome. There you go. See? That you counts for something. You knew the sarcasm was coming. That counts for something. There is a Terry in Brook Park. Hello, Terry in Brook Park. Hi, I'd like to tell you uh, I could be Kevin Stefanski's mother, but he's good eye candy. I, I think he says you're, you're – you're probably driving. Did you say Kevin is good eye candy? Yes, I did. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Our Twitter match is powered by Scheibe Jewelers. Cleveland's premier jewelry store. You can always tweet the show at CLE Talking Heads. Majestic does here. Kevin is one of the best offensive scheme coaches in the NFL. He is. Especially look at the first drive of the game. He is. I mean, they, they've been scoring points in a league where points are down all over the place. I, look, we can. it is so easy to trash everything that has taken place here. There are positives that are here, and it's the reason why you can be optimistic leading out of the bye week like you've heard people be the entire time because there are positives. This isn't just some rudderless ship going over the edge of the world. Like, <laughs> we're, there are positives here. It's so easy to dwell in the negative. There's a reason why this can be turned around, and there's a reason why this team could look better coming out of the bye week, and you started to see that in the Bengal game if what you saw from the defense becomes the case where Miles Garrett is hassling quarterbacks and Jadavian Clowney is doing it on the other side, and the back end of that defense has lost its communication issue problems, and they start playing to their strengths. And I know that's four ifs all in a row, but all of those ifs became facts during the Bengal game. So you've seen it. Let's go to Terry, who's in Uniontown. Terry, how are you? Hi, Terry. Yeah, hello. How are you today? Good. You got Do something what? nice? Yeah, this is a weird weird game we're playing here in Cleveland. Do you have something nice to say? Yeah, I do. I, I'm really confident. I'm 59 years old. Uh, I've been a Browns fan all my life. I watched my dad uh, 
you know, with the Barner era, mow his hats and shirts over with the lawnmower. I'm a diehard <laughs> fan. I really am. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett, I, I think he's a great quarterback. I think he thinks he's a smart quarterback. I, I, I don't think that he needs to be getting rid of. I think that he has been more consistent than any of our past quarterbacks who have forced the matter, lost games for us. I'm really confident in him and Stefanski. I I think we just got to give him a chance. I really do. I I think he's a great coach. First year here, he was a quarterback of the year. I mean, I'm the coach coach of the year. year. All right, Terry. Good job, man. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend, my friend. Let's go to Jason and Menor. I, I, I'm sitting here with all these phone calls. I just want to hear from people. So, Jason and Menor, go ahead, Jace. Hey, fellas, I'm actually change this up a little bit. I'm going to say something nice about you guys. Andy, I go back to the days with you at Channel 5. Always do a great job, buddy. I'm glad to have you. Thanks, Rock bud. Down. Thank you. Great job. But I'd rather have Coach Minigan. Let's, let's do something about Coach Minigan. Your press conferences are more entertaining than the, our real coach. Let's pick <laughs> that up and keep going, Coach. So, Coach, what are we doing on the uh, the bye week? What's what's your plan? What do we go? What's going on here? <sighs> yeah, Jason, we, we're going to really evaluate film on all three aspects of our team, and we're going to have Coach Preef and AVP and Coach Woods all sit down and try to figure out what we do best and what we can do to best improve and then communicate that to our guys to make sure we are able to execute our game plan when we hit the grass on Sundays. Jason, is that the answer you expected from Coach Kevigan? What about a team building, Coach? What are, you, are you guys doing any offense? Oh, yeah, how about that? How about some team building? Let's see, with a little battle ball, kickball, what are you going to do? We believe the best building that our team can do is inside of our rooms, and maybe we can reconstruct some of those rooms to best benefit those guys and help to build a more creative environment for all of our coaching staff to put together that game plan and really communicate it to our guys. Jason, great stuff. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend, my friend. Thank you. Uh, Let's go to Jeff in Cleveland. Hi, Jeff. Hey, how you doing today? Good. You got something nice to say about either Stefanski or the Browns? Man, I really do have a lot to say nice about Kevin Stefanski. I've watched this guy come in after all those other coaches. He's leading us in the right direction. I believe that he trusts the personnel he puts on the field. The offense has kept us in games. We should have won a, a number of games but for the defensive secondary. But overall, I think Kevin Stefanski's done a fine job. I would hate for someone to pull the trigger on him because we're moving in the right direction. The season is not over by a long shot. Let's just hang on in there because he believes in his players. I believe in him believing in his players. That's what I got to say. All right. Thank you, Jeff in Cleveland. Thanks, Jeff. Look at that. Like, there are nice things. People say nice things about people out there. It's not all doom and gloom. It's not. And I feel like we need to get out of that. It's not all doom and gloom. It's easier to be negative, and you know it, about everything. It is. It's easier to find the negative. It's just a fact. There. You feel better? I feel better. I, feel I do. This positive. is almost like a, a therapy. Oh, oh, wait a second. I. Oh, oh you're up against it. We're gonna. I, I'm, oh, I want to take this phone call so bad. Can I just have five seconds, please? Sure. Chris, you have five seconds. Go. Matt, again, your revisionist history is uh, horrible, dude. Um, they okay. didn't play. There wasn't a few bad breaks that, that got them the bad luck for them to lose those games. 
it was bad coaching, and no way you can spin that any other way. So. There we go, Chris. Thanks. Sorry, I only have a couple seconds, and I wanted to do it. Sorry, man. It had to go negative before it was all over. Let me be yeah, positive. Yeah, you really did. Sorry. You, you really did. 